Okay, let's begin. Yesterday was, uh, should have been Iron Base. <laughs> should have been Iron Base. But unfortunately, it was still Tisha B'Av, so we, uh, so we couldn't learn yesterday. So we'll do our best to make up for yesterday's daf and try to get to today's daf, Ayin Gimel. And um, to be able to do that, we kind of have to do the review of Ayin Aleph. So we'll do my best, as best as I can. Uh, to start off with the review of Ayin Aleph, well, our learning should be as chus for Fuh Shleima, for Yitzchot Ben Rezel, for Adas Bas Ranya, for Amy Bas Tvora, for Michal Bir Bas Yehudis, Chaya Rachel Bas Devora. Mira Gabriela Basgitel Tvitov Ben Hasha. Okay. And all else who need it. And with that, let's begin our review of Ayin Aleph first. First off, first order of things. So we start off the, um, talking about a deaf person. So uh, Rav Khanna said that uh, in the name of Rav, that a deaf person who can speak through writing. So it's not a problem for him to write that he wanted uh, and, uh, and thereby give that get to his wife, and it's not a problem. So Rav Yosef says, what's the Chiddush here? That uh, is not exactly what our Mishnah taught us. The Mishnah says, Nishtatik, we say, should we write again for your wife? He, knocks, he nods his head, and we check him to make sure that the nod is an accurate nod. And then um, if, uh, if, if it does come out correct, lav, lav, and hain, hain, so then we can write the ghetto and give it to her on that basis. So Rabbi Zera says that's talk about an elim. An elim is different because the Brisa says when you're midaver bin shemea, that's a that's a cherish. When you're shemea bin midaver, that's an elim. And in both of them, they're pikeach Um So we're not talking about this person cannot hear or speak. He can only write. It's not the same thing. That's really the point. How do you know which one's which? So, uh, because it's a pasuk actually. And uh, so that's how you know what's what. That's one idea. There's another idea that uh, it's like the word ilim is actually a, a nutrikon. It's a contracted word. Anyway, Reb Zira says if you really want to ask the question, the question is this question. The Bryce says. Im lo yagid, um, so that uh, that excludes an elim. Yeah, elim is not able to to say testimony, um, and the question is why not? He could say it by writing. So on that we said that's different by edos, a special requirement. By edos it says mipiem, not mipiksavam. Okay. Next we saw a question. Um, 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 just like you check for Gitin, so do you check for Masa, Maton, Edios, Yerushos. One of them is Edios. So it uh, sounds like that we could accept other means of verifying what the person is trying to say without him actually saying it. So Rabbi Yosef Bar the name of Sheshes, that's talking about Edos Ish over there, which we're always more lenient, don't even need a kosher Edos, and that's what that's referring to. So even though he's Nishtatik, if we can sort of, you know, get the information that the husband died, that's what we'll rely on, but not for other adios. What about Yerusha? Yerusha means Yerusha's been Bechor, that's where it's his own Yerusha for his child, and he's either establishing that his child is a Bechor or is not a Bechor, not intended to a double portion or isn't intended to a double portion. What about Masu Matan? 
isn't it talking about testifying regarding or whatever benegir to other people doing transactions? So the verse says no. Talk about his own things. Okay. Next, we saw that we said another kasha. It says that we don't follow the remizos or kvitzos of the cheros or his handwriting, only by metaltalin, but not frigitin. So that's a kasha on Rav Kana Marav, who says that we do rely on it frigitin. So um, Gemara says, you're right, it's Machlok Stenoim. Rab Shim Gamliel says that's only true by Cheresh Meikara, but a Pikeach in Cheresh, he can write and they can sign, and it's not a problem. Um, what's the problem with Cheresh Meikara? Cheresh Meikara should be even better because his whole marriage initially was only a rabbinic marriage, so of course, we, you know, Kimbolo Kachvoto, as it goes in the same way, Kihotza Bermiza, Kachvotzia Bermiza. So Gemara says we're not talking about his wife, we're talking about the Yavama. So he did a Yibum, that marriage is a Doraisa level marriage, and his ability is only a rabbinic ability to uh, divorce. Um, um, so that's what we explained, that it has to be where the brother was in the Cheres, because otherwise that would also Viter be only rabbinic in nature, uh, but uh, that's one way. Or even if he was a, a cherish, maybe we don't make a. It's a little plug, maybe. So, um, so maybe by Yisha also we shouldn't make a. Make, should make it a low plug. So the Gemara says no, no. The Yavama is not the same as an Isha, but Yavama to another Yavama that is the same thing. Okay, um, so the Gemara says uh, that we definitely do not make a gzera of cherish uh, atukiyah. Um, we saw uh, because we saw in the Mishnah that when there's two brothers that are cherish that are married to two sisters that are pikchos, or two sisters that are cherish, or two sisters that are one pikeach one cherish, and then in the, where the sisters are deaf and the men are either of sound mind or one deaf or both deaf or one and one, in all of those cases the marriage is and if they're not related then you could be konas them and if they want to be moti they could be moti them so you see clearly that we don't make a xera of a cherish atu because those are all marriages of a cherish because there was always at least one side that is deaf mute and therefore it's not of sound mind so it makes more sense the first answer that we don't make a xera it's only by Yivama from a pikeach that he took over as a cherish that's where there's an issue okay Rabbi Yochanan says that the, the, not, the other rabbis disagree with Rabbi Shem Gamliel. Um, uh, we also, uh, Rabbi <coughs> says, I've seen that uh, from the Mishnah as well, because it says that if she is not of Salman, you can never divorce her, but if she is deaf-mute, him, if he is deaf-mute, or she, or, or uh, um, um, so that, or, or not of Salman, you can never be Motsi. What does it mean, Olamis? can never be. Olamis is never. Isn't it saying even if he could speak from the writing, we still don't accept it, even though he was of sound mind before? Our Papa says, if not for the fact that Rabbi Yechren says that they argue, I might have thought that Rabbi Shem Gamliel was actually explaining the Tanakhama. And Alamas just means that even though we see that he's uh, intelligent, you can sort of tell when somebody's intelligent, even if, let's say, he doesn't know how to convey ideas by writing or he's not capable of doing that, you might think that makes a difference. Or like Rabbi Yitzchak says that Tvar Torah, Shota, can be divorced. Um, um, 
because it works balkarcha. The only reason not is because hefker. Um, anyway, so that might be, uh, that's why I wouldn't have known that necessarily that the Chacham argue on Rav on that. Which took us to the next Mishnah, which is, um, if we, uh, if they said, should we write a get for your wife? And he says, write. Um, they, and, and they say to the sofer, and write it. And they ate him, and they signed it. Even though they did write it, and signed it, and gave it to him. And then he went and gave it to her. It's not a girl should get because he never spoke to the sofer um, and told the sofer directly to write it or to the adam to sign it. So it, we need to hear directly. That's what the Mishnah says. So the reason why is because he didn't say give it. If he just said write it, that's the issue. So it sounds like if he said give it, it would work. That's going like Rameir who says that he could have said it, you could have worded it right that it would be kosher. He just didn't word it that way. Problem is, is that in the latter part of the Mishnah, it sounds like uh, it's not good until you say to the sofer, right, and you say the Adam to sign it, which is going like Rabbi who says that there's no way to make you could, you can only give a direct a directive to the uh, to somebody to do something, not to tell somebody else to do something. So Reish um, Rabbeir and Sefer Rabbi So first answer is yeah, the, we split positions in the Mishnah. That's one idea. Bayez says it's Ulkong Rameir, and the idea is, is that he never said Tenu, and that's the issue. So the Gemara says, so why did you say, until you tell the Silver directly to write it, just say, until you say, give it? That would have been enough. So the Gemara says, rather, it must be going like, because it wasn't done in front of three, so then you should say, until you say it to three people. So it must be it's Ulkong Rameir, and what's going on over here is, is that he didn't say um, to say it to others. So then it should have said, until he tells it to them to say it to other people. Um, and even Rebbe we already established, doesn't agree to that. Didn't we see in the Mishnah that, that when we talked about Qasim Sofer Ve'ed, that it's kosher, which means Qasim Sofer Ve'ed, and Rav Chizda explained that's going like Rebbe who says that you can't ever give it over to others to say. Um, and if you say that Rebbe is agreeing by Amr Amr, so then it can, then, then, Sometimes he'll be, uh, he'll uh, have directed who to write it, and instead they'll they'll tell the sofer, you know, you sign it because uh, they're embarrassed for his. Uh, he's not going to feel. He's going to be embarrassed. And that wasn't the directive. So rather, it makes more sense that the ratio of mayor and safest rebuilds, and that is where we left off yesterday. That's.